a family favorite for three decades. The Bull Run Festival of Lights dazzles with two and a half miles of sparkling holiday lights. See more than 600 light displays with new displays added every year. Ooh and ah as you drive through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and come see the tallest light display yet. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early starting November 10th. Get your tickets now at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. When you think you're going down, just say, my house is next. Watch me. The way you receive a prophecy determines how quickly you receive a prophecy. Now, you, 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 you can look at me as if you don't believe it, whatever. That's, that's your thing. Here's what I know. What I speak, put up 1 Samuel 3.19. What I speak does not fall to the ground. So if you choose to avoid it, that's on you. But I just need everybody, like a big old army, let the enemy know, let your bloodline know, let yourself know. I need everybody to just shout it one more time. Say, my house is next! And Samuel, and Samuel grew. He's the prophet, he's a man of God. And the Lord was with him. Say, and my bishop grew, and the Lord is with him. Say, and none of his words will fall to the ground. So let me try one more time. And I hope you don't miss it because you think you're too bougie to catch it. One more time, everybody in the building, I need you to say this. Everybody on every digital campus, I need you to say this. Like a big old army, say, my house is next. All right. If you, I, I'm going to sew on that myself. I don't know why you ain't sold on that one. Say it again, my house is next. You didn't see him bless everybody else. You didn't see him favor everybody else. You didn't see him help everybody else. And you, some of you was wondering, God, when are you going to do something for me? I just answered you, your house is. When my kids going to see saved, your house is next. I haven't heard this for somebody who you've been real disenchanted with friendships. Matter of fact, to the point where you're like, I'm just going to do me. God says, you're next. I'm going to send you some legit friends. Yeah. In fact, the last name of who just betrayed you begins with an S. <laughs> That's the Holy Ghost. I'm sewing on that. Listen, y'all ready to give? Y'all ready to give? Um, if you want to give, if, you wanna, if you're watching on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, they're going to put the links in there for you. It's going to be one of them nights. You're going to put the link in there for you. And it's, uh, they're going to put the links in there for you. If you want to give through uh, envelope, uh, envelope, envelope, you can use cash, check, money order. 
And you can do it that way. You can use an envelope in the auditorium. Text to give is my favorite way to give. They're going to play this video. And uh, right after that, we're going to sow. And then we're going to see what happens. I might preach. Or I might just prophesy. We're going to see. You ready? Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. You want to give through Cash App? You can give it that way, too. They're going to play you a quick video to show you how to use text to give then we're going to sew. Watch this. This is how you can easily set up text to give. In your text messages, text the amount you want to give to 84321. Then click that link. Go ahead and click search. Then type in the zip code 80012. And when you see the Harvest V, that's where you want to be. Harvest Church. Type in your email address. Click continue. You can give via ACH, which is your bank account information, a credit or debit card, or even Apple Pay. It's simple and it's easy. So my house is next. Um, this is called a shamir. It's the garment of the prophet. This is the only robe I have that I ain't got in slim fit yet. Lips are given to the Lord. Everybody. I need everybody should be giving and sowing tonight. If it's not your time to tithe, you should be sowing. Everybody should be sowing. You said, Bishop, I got one of you said, Bishop, I literally have one dollar and forty-nine cents. If you give him that, watch what he does by nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Just just you, I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've seen him do. Lift your giving to the Lord. Say, my house is next. Say, Father, I saw in your kingdom, not grudgingly, nor of necessity, because you love a cheerful giver. As I sow, I know that a harvest has been prepared for me. Goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. I'm a faithful giver, so I flourish. My house is next. My house is next. Now watch your watch your confession change. My house is now. In Jesus' name, amen. They're going to pass the basket in the back to the front. If you're using Cash App, they'll stick that up for you again. Um, you said, why you got that on? Uh, it's the garment of the prophet. It's the garment when you see Elijah, the man of God, where it says he threw down his garment. This is what he threw down. And Elisha, Elisha, uh, when Elisha did it and when Elijah did it, it spread the waters. Uh, you better hear me and hear me tonight before we get in this uh, tonight. We'll see how the Holy Ghost wants to move. You better hear me. Some stuff's about to spread open for you. Yeah. I said something's about to break open for you. I'm going to say it again. Something's about to spread open for you. It's a crazy thing in life, watch me, to see where you, you want to be. Know what it looks like. Know what it feels like. Know what it smells like. It's a funny thing to taste what you want. But there be something separating you from it. Please hear me. Say, something's opening for me. Please talk to me. Say, something's opening for me. It, it's a funny thing. It's, a, it's right over there. And when Elijah, the man of God, he needed to get across, watch this, and he didn't have time to walk around the normal way. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but watch this. You don't have time for the regular process. You need something to happen. So while they are, it's him and Elisha. This is why you got to always stay connected to your man of God. Never let the people separate you or distract you from the man of God you're assigned to. So Elijah's with him. And as Elijah's with, Elijah, so let's say J and S, say J and S. Janus, Elijah, that's the spiritual father, man of God, Elijah, that's the son. They're together, and when they're together, they need to get to the other side, but they don't have time for the normal process. 
conventional wisdom says, well, we're going to have to go all the way over there. Some of you, you literally have said, well, that ain't going to work because I'm going to have to do this. The Holy Ghost has said, shh. Why? God says, don't curse yourself with a longer process. It ain't going to take all of that this time. Let me see if I can talk to somebody. Conventional wisdom said we got to go all the way around here. We got to go all the way around there. It's going to take days. It's going to take, it's going to take a long time to travel. I says, not just time, but it's going to take our energy. We're going to have to spend a lot of energy trying to make our way over there. So that means not this. When we finally get there, we're going to be wore out so we can't enjoy it. And the man of God, he takes off his mantle. Let me tell you what I'm doing for you tonight. He takes his mantle off. All of this is in 2 Kings chapter 2, by the way, for my note takers. He takes his mantle off. And he says, I need to get over there. Touch the neighbor and say, I got somewhere to get. Say, and I got to get there fast. You ready? So Elisha's probably thinking, well, come on, you ready? Let's walk around. The man of God looks at him and says, no, we ain't doing it like that. He takes his mantle off. He said, this ain't just for show. He said, I paid the price to have a grace. I paid the price to have a, an anointing. To where everybody else got to go that way. But you with me. Harvest, we with him. You with me. So watch what Elijah does. Elijah takes his mantle. And when he takes his mantle, he casts it down. You want to know what the Bible says happens in 2 Kings chapter 2? The water spreads for them. And the two of them walk across. Come here, you're going to be Elijah real quick. He took it, struck the water. You see it right there in the Bible? Somebody said, we in the book. And the water parted. So you thought the Red Sea was the only time God did this. The water went up on one side, and the water went up on the other side. But here's the problem. There's a river there, which means if the water parts, I'm still going to get messy because of the mud. Some of you, the last several months of your life have been muddy. They've been messy. I think this is the message. They've been muddy. They've been messy. You've had messy situations. You've had muddy things. And here's the thing about mud is that, watch this, it takes so much energy just to make a little progress. It takes so much energy just to make a little advancement because every time I put my foot in, I got to pull it out and now it's dirty and I got to pull it out and now it's dirty. But touch your neighbor and say, but we with him. So he takes it. He strikes the water. Ah. And the Bible says the water parted on one side and to the other side. Watch the next part. So that the two of them, this is why I had you talk to your neighbor, could go over, watch me, on dry ground. Which means... I was making a little progress with a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of issues, a whole lot of junk, a whole lot of drama, but I'm with him. And when he took his mantle out, he struck the water. He struck your debt, struck your depression, struck your discouragement. And somebody say, it's pardon for me. Say it again. Say, it's parting for me. Look at the next verse. So the two of them could go across on dry land. Here's the only part I want you to see. When they crossed. What happens? Come here. What happens if Elijah stops here? What happens if Elisha stops here? That's it. What happened if the people around Elijah didn't pray for him and keep him lifted so that he just said, I'm done. 
See, you need to hear me. You're not just here because of what God wants to do for you. You're here because God wants to do something through us. Somebody say, we are harvest. And don't you let nothing and don't you let nobody break you and separate you and mess with you and get your ear wide. They ain't about to cross over. They go on the normal route. But touch your neighbor and say, we about to cross over. Wrong neighbor, try another one say, we about to cross over. But imagine if Elijah and Elisha get stuck here. You want to know what's amazing? Is Elijah kept trying to leave Elisha. He'd be like, look, I'm going to go over here to this city. You stay over here. And you want to know what Elisha did? He says, as long as you're alive, I'm with you. Just neighbor say, I'm with him. You about to figure out why you couldn't leave Denver. Shut up. You about to figure out why you couldn't move. You about to figure out why you, you, you're not hearing me. You about to figure out why you didn't fit nowhere else until you got here. You about to figure out why the enemy's been trying to get in your ear and get you. Uh, you, about, you touch your neighbor and say, I'm with him. So, so several times, Elisha tried, he's like, go, I'm going to go to this other city, you stay over here. And every time Elijah would do that, Elisha would be like, as long as you alive, I'm with you. As long as you talking, I'm with you. He tried to go to another city. He'd be like, I'm leaving. And you'd be like, you ain't going nowhere. I'm with you. Try another city. He's like, look, dude. All due respect, sir. What you don't understand is, I'm with you. So it ain't where you going. Where we going. So, so they walk up to the Jordan. Say the Jordan. Jordan was known for being a dirty river. It's like the Mississippi. Mississippi is the most unattractive river. It's dirty. It's like chocolate milk. They get up on it. And I shove. Oh my God. I, I don't know. I know we ain't finna swim in that. Some of you were preparing to get dirty to get across. come for somebody, somebody's bitterness. Somebody in here was preparing to clap back. Somebody in here was preparing to get dirty to get across. But touch your neighbor and say, you're not going to have to do that. Say, matter of fact, forgive them and let it go. Say, matter of fact, smile about it. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you. Smile, church. is like, how are we going to do this? Are we going to cross or we can't swim. We're going to have to walk around this. And Elijah in his smooth way. It's like you and me. All the rest of them, they would have to do that. But you and me. Your loyalty is about to be rewarded. Your faithfulness is about to be rewarded. Your consistency is about to be rewarded. I don't know who messed up the whole flow tonight for what it was supposed to be, but I came to tell somebody, God says, I've been watching, and I saw your consistency. I saw your faithfulness. I saw your loyalty. I saw your dedication, and I'm about to pay you back for it. You better hear me. Sometimes when you're being faithful, when you're being consistent, you wonder, is it worth it? Does it matter? What about all the other people who are unfaithful and inconsistent and disloyal? God, is my loyalty in vain? Come here, Clark sisters. Is my living? Is it in vain? He's like, you with me. Somebody say, I'm with him. So we're not walking around it. We're not getting in it. He said, 
I'm just going to speak to it. I'm going to use the garment that's got my blood, my sweat, my tears. You didn't go through all that for nothing. Look at him and say, you didn't go through all that for nothing. There's always a reward at the end. I wish you were at church on Sunday. And when they got to the other side, somebody said, there's always a reward at the end. So, he takes the garment. Garment of the prophet. Interesting, the text says he rolls it up. Put it up. The text says that he rolls it up. <laughs> somebody say, he rolled it up. So they say he rolled it up. Sometimes in order for God to get you over, to get you across something, here's what he does. Is he'll take a whole lot, roll it up. Real fast. Boy, roll the thing up. This don't look like much when it's rolled up. Watch this. What you expected don't look like much. But that's only because it's rolled up. Look at me, please. Look at me, please. Look at me, please. Look at me, please. God took a bet on you when he decided to get on that cross called Calvary and give us life so that you and I could have life and life more abundantly. Watch this. Watch this. So here's what he did. Here's what he did. When he rolls something up, you can't see everything that it is. In fact, watch me. Look, it doesn't look like a whole lot. Your faithfulness didn't look like a whole lot. In fact, you were like, what did I get for it? When you decided not to treat them how they treated you, it didn't look like a whole lot. But I'm so glad you didn't get bitter. I'm so glad you didn't throw up the towel. I'm so glad you didn't say, I ain't doing this no more. Because it don't look like a whole lot until you roll that thing out. Watch me. He rolls it up, the Bible says. Put the verse up and leave it up until I say take it down. He rolls it up. And what does he do? He strikes the water. The water's dirty. Stinking. The, the, the water is, you know, looking like chocolate milk. Look at me. Your situation looks. Am I talking to anybody? Situation looks like. But he took it. What did he do? Struck the water. Look to the neighbor and say, don't lose your fight. Why does the Bible use the term struck here? It could have just said that he placed it on the water, dropped it on the water. Say he struck the water. That's a fighting term. I need you not to let your frustration kill your fight. I need you not to let your frustration kill your fight. Throw your hands up. Say, frustration won't kill my fight. Please say it again. Say, frustration won't kill my fight. Say it so that even the enemy hears you. Say, frustration won't kill my fight. You don't know nothing. He literally hits the wall. As if to say, you think you 
are going to stop me from getting over there. church all your life? Anybody? Wave at me if you ain't been in church your whole life. Okay? Wave at me if in your past life you had some thug tendencies. Watch me. Wave at me if you still got some thug tendencies. Let me define thug. All right? <laughs> Let me define thug. Thug just means that, listen, I love God. You don't love God? But if you make it something, it's going to be some. And you might start it. But baby. Watch me. So how were you like that before church? And then once you give your life to the Lord. Now when you got a Jordan River in front of you. You're like. <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I need that inner. I need. See, some of y'all don't know nothing about that. Some of y'all too soft to cross over. You too emotional. You too offended. You do you get offended too easy. You touch your neighbor and say, I need you to toughen up for this next level. Toughen up. I need you not to be mad every time somebody don't say hey to you. I need you not to be mad every time somebody got an attitude with you. I need you to be, touch your neighbor and say, toughen up a little bit. Toughen up a little bit. This is the message. I wrote a wonderful message, too. I had it done on Monday. It's a beautiful message. I'll do it some other time. Say he struck the water. As if to say, you will not be what keeps me. Here's the joy right here. You will not be what keeps me from getting over there. Watch me. You look at me? Say he struck the water. What, what's going to happen if you decide to, to, to start striking your doubt? No, because y'all play with the devil too much. No, you do. You do. Let me tell you, because he, he get in your ear. You tired, ain't you? Yeah. You sad, ain't you? Yeah. You mad, ain't you? Yeah. That hurt, didn't it? Yeah. You know you're bigger than your zip code, but but it, but 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 you ain't gonna do nothing. You right. Relationships always mess up. You right. Touch the neighbor. Say, stop playing with the enemy. I need your inner Compton. You ain't have to have been to Compton to have an inner Compton. Here's how he did it. He didn't do it like this. Nah. He G'd up. Elijah was like, look, I done dealt with Jezebel and I beat her. I done dealt with three years of drought, and I beat it. Y'all not talking to me. You got to start reminding. Bishop, how do I toughen up? Remind yourself of what you already been through. Remind yourself of what you already beat. Remind yourself of what you already overcame. Tell your neighbor, say, remind yourself. You've been through worse before. you dealt with worse before, and you beat it. So he didn't hit the water like this. He did like this here. He, he threw his hand back. And he started thinking. I'm going to go in. 
he started thinking about the price he paid just to get up to the water. Shut up. He started thinking about the price he paid just to get here. I don't know about you, but I think there's some of us that have paid a very big price just to get here. If you've had to pay a severe price just to get to this stage in life, I need you to release a praise on the count of three. One, two, three, go. Just to get here. Just to be able to lift my hands. Because some of y'all, there was a day you couldn't lift your hands. Just to be able to give them glory. Because some of y'all, there was a day you couldn't give them glory. Just to not feel ashamed of your past. Y'all not talking to me. Do you know what your neighbor had to go through just to get here? Elijah's like, he starts thinking, do you know what I went through just to get up on the water? Say to Jordan. Say it again, say to Jordan. He said, do you know what I went through just to get up here? Look at the neighbor and say, I got a big testimony. Now say, if I told you my testimony, it'd blow your mind. Say, I've been through a whole lot just to get here. Say, he's at the Jordan. Say again, say, he's at the Jordan. No, no, I said, he's at the Jordan. He's like, this is the message. I need you, look at me. I need you not to waste all of before here. I need you not to waste all of this that you already been through just to get here. Bishop, how do I not waste it? Because when I get up to Jordan, I'm thinking, wait a minute. I overcame that, overcame that, overcame that, overcame that. That almost killed me. But I'm still, say, but I'm still here. Say it again, say, I'm still here. Watch me. He says, David's fighting Goliath. Here's the message. I'm going to get you here and pray for you. We gone. When David is facing his own version of the Jordan, his name is Goliath. David's like, I beat a lion. And that was a big old lion. That wasn't Simba. That was Mufasa. Some of y'all beat the stuff that took your daddy. Some of y'all beat the stuff that took your mama. Some of y'all beat the stuff that got everybody else in your bloodline. Somebody say, I'm the curse breaker. So David, David, David's like, I beat a lion. I beat a bear. I've never dealt with this, but I've been through this. And the reason I can toughen up when I'm at the Jordan is because I remind myself. A lot of people say, you got to know who you are. Well, who are you? You a divorce beater, a bankruptcy beater, a depression beater, a discouragement beater. You ain't talking to me. A debt beater. What have you already overcome? You out already outlived their gossip. You already outlived what they said you wasn't going to do and what you wasn't going to be. They said your kids wasn't going to do nothing, but look at them. All of them, y'all not talking to me. You've already beat their gossip. I'm done. I'm done. 
Watch. So, he's, he's going, reminding himself, and he's at the Jordan, and he's not by himself. Somebody's watching him. Looks at him and says, somebody's watching how you handle this. Um, the Jordan was known for flooding. It was known for flooding. And uh, the Jordan is interesting because the Jordan has got a history in Scripture. The first sea the children of Israel faced was the Red Sea. The second body of water they faced was the Jordan. At the Jordan, watch me, God made the priest get in it before he split it. So watch this. The last knowledge they have of this place is we're going to have to get in this. Because we haven't seen anybody part it and not get in it. What God's about to do for you, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. Somebody say, this is brand new. And I don't care if you're 20, because I just heard somebody that's 57. You just said it in your head, and you're 57. I just heard you, and you just said, but it can't happen for me. I need you to shh. He's going to do it for you. Say, he's doing it for me. <laughs> the last record they have is that the priest had to get in it. And then it parted. But Elijah and Elisha are there. And Elisha's watching him. And as Elisha's watching him, Elijah's toughening enough. He's reminding himself, wait a minute. I've been through all that. I've been through a lot. And watch me. He's tired at the moment. Because in 2 Kings chapter 2, you see him on a journey. But if you look at him in 1 Kings chapter 19, chapter 20 and on, he says, Lord, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm tired of being the only one fighting. Can I talk to the folk in here? Well, maybe you didn't say it, but you thought it. I'm tired. I'm tired of dealing with that same issue, tired of dealing with that same problem. I'm tired of dealing with the same thing. So he's tired. Somebody say he's tired. He's tired, but as he's tired, I'm done. As he's tired, he's got Elisha with him. Because God tells me, he says, you're not by yourself. You, you were just isolated for a moment so I could get you around the right folk. Isolation always precedes promotion. Whenever you feel alone, it's because God says, I needed to pull you aside for a little bit. When, whenever, they're, whenever they're taking fish out of the ocean and uh, assimilating them to a, uh, a seawater environment that's uh, a, an environment of captivity, they always put the fish in isolation off by themselves for a little bit. Check this out. They can see the other fish. They can't touch them. They can't talk to them. They can't interact with them because they have to acclimate to the environment that they're being brought into. So in other words, they have to be isolated before they can be released. Shut up. They have to be, watch this, they have to be shut down, shut up, and put to the side before they can be released into the wild. No, watch, I'm done. So he's tired. Elijah's with him, though. I bet you, because if you read Elijah's life, at one point he was so discouraged he was drinking. Touch your neighbor and say, I rebuke your vice. If it's, if it's drinking, if it's smoking, if it's sexing, whatever your vice is, if it's cussing folk out, come on here. I wish I had some honest people. Whatever it is that your vice is that you do, for some folks it's eating, for some folks it's not eating. I'm not the second of the two. I'm going to eat. Be worried later. I'm going to eat today. At one point, he's sitting up under a juniper tree. Juniper is used to flavor gin. So the Bible, watch, watch what God does. God is so good, he's like, I'm not going to tell you his business. 
I'm just going to tell you where he went. I ain't going to tell you what he did. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that we serve a God that covers. Aren't you glad that when he could have put you out, he didn't? When he could have put all your business in the street, he didn't? Aren't you glad that he covered you? You should have had a sickness. You should have had a disease. You should have been messed up. But somebody say, he covered me. So watch. He looks over at Elisha. He's tired. He's like, but we got to get across. So the Bible says, where's my verse? The Bible says that he strikes the water. Say he struck it. He strikes the water. And when he strikes the water, he ain't never seen this done before. But he strikes the water. And you know what's amazing? The Bible doesn't say that he did it more than once. Because when you really get serious, when you really decide, say, I've decided to win. Say, I've decided to prosper. Say, I've decided to be what God has ordained. When you really decide, sometimes it ain't going to take a whole lot of hits. It's just going to take one good one. One good one. One good one. I need you to decide that the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year. Say, I decide. One good one. I need you to decide you ain't going to live in depression the rest of your life. Say, one good one. Watch. Bible says he strikes the water. And you know what the water does? Watch this. The water moves for him. No, just leave, put it up there. Say the water moves for him. Five minutes ago, he said, I'm going to have to walk around it. I don't want to get in it and swim in it. But when he decided, Job 22, 28, and you shall decide a thing. And it shall be established for you. Say, I decide. I'm done. He decides. And when he decides, put my scripts back up. When he decides, the Bible says, and the water. Thank you. That's Job 22, 28. Now go back. That's good. Y'all see that? Somebody say, he in the book. Nothing I say is my opinion. It's this book. We're done. Say, the water moved. Look at me. Please look at me. What has been in front of you as an obstacle to you, please listen to me, is going to move for you. I wish I had people who believed me, so let me just speak. What's been in front of you as an obstacle to you is about to move for you. Say, it's moving. Bishop, how can you declare that? You with me. And we with him. And the water was parted to the one side. Watch this. And to the other side. Say, both sides. They walking through. Come on. And Elisha's like, you want to know the truth? Elijah's like, won't he do it? Won't he make a way? Watch this word. You ready? Here's the most important part of the verse. You ready? Let me show you. Teal. water parted on one side and to the other teal please get this please get this so I can finish this in two minutes say teal and the water parted to the one side 
Ain't the other side. Teal. What do rivers do? Flow. God said, it's going to keep flowing. And I'm going to keep moving it and diverting it. Teal. Come here. Some of y'all are waiting for this day to where like, God, there's no problems. God's like. But since you where you're supposed to be now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep parting it teal. Since you're giving me glory like you're supposed to, I'm going to keep parting it teal. Since you didn't stop praising me when you were under pressure, I'm going to keep parting it teal. All right, I'm done. I got 60 seconds. Say teal. Now, we don't know how long teal is. All we know is God was like, I got you. Until you can walk across this dry land, I got you. Say teal. To the two of them. Why would it say, we know both of them got across. Why would the text, if we were to exegete the text through the analytical sacred writ, we'd understand a very simple process through deductive logic. In the process of hermeneutics, which is the methodology one uses to execute homiletics. Some of y'all are like, I don't, teal. Teal. We deduce that the scripture doesn't add anything that's not necessary for a special emphasis. Meaning, if it's there, it's there because there's an emphasis that God wants us to get. Even in the genealogy, why does he give us the genealogy? So you can see the mud people came from and what they became despite the mud they came from. I need you to realize I don't care what your bloodline has been or what your genealogy has been. When you were born, the interruption to the dysfunction was born. Say I'm the curse breaker. So why does it say till the two of them? We get there's two dudes there. Both dudes need to cross. God parted it so much so that who was with him? Watch me. This is why God had to remove certain people. Because they don't qualify for this. <laughs> I need you to realize God said there's some people, they don't qualify for your teal. They don't qualify for your teal. They don't qualify for your I, I'm done. So both of them. Let's go. It's dry land. Say dry. Say it doesn't make any sense. Say my house is now. You want to know the most amazing part about the verse? Elisha never prayed to go across. What God is, and this is, you better catch what I'm saying, please. What God's about to do for us, we didn't even have the knowledge to pray for it. You thought all you needed was a check. You thought all you needed was this, that, or the other. What I'm talking about, God's like, actually, you didn't even pray for that. But you with him. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and God's about to put something big in our hands. Wait. Watch the first time he prays. Go to the next verse. When they crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, ask. What's the word ask mean? Pray. What do you want me to do for you? He doesn't pray for what he wants until after he crosses over. I need you to catch this. I need you to hear me. I'm here and I'm done. What's the significance? What God did in interrupting our whole flow tonight 
I got a beautiful message. It's very beautiful. It's called Don't Be a Christian Savior. It's a very good message. It's a great, it's a good message. No, it really is. I was excited too. What God is doing for us is saying, just like I changed the whole flow and the whole script, I wanted to show you at church what's about to happen in your house. What's about to happen in your business? What's about to happen in your finances? What's about to happen in your family? You weren't even praying for that family member anymore, but watch what I do for them. You weren't even praying for your marriage anymore. Watch what I do for them. You weren't even praying for it. Somebody say, but my house is now. Here it is. He says, and they crossed. And Elijah said to Elijah, you stand over here. They are crossed now, so let's cross. He says, he says, what do you want from me? And Elisha says, after seeing that, what I like is seconds. Anybody have a good macaroni and cheese? And when you get good macaroni and cheese, Like, so here's me. So I'm eating, my plate's done. And be like, yeah, go and take this in there. Let me have some more of that macaroni and cheese. Say a double portion. He said, he said, but Elijah, I don't want a double portion of your stuff. He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. Because who would think that rather than swimming in it, rather than walking across, who would think to just hit it? He said, so, I don't even want your stuff. He said, I'm good. I just want your spirit. Can I have a double dose? Y'all remember? I was never good at that. I could twirl it. Say double portion. A lot of times in church when we talk about double portion, people talk about stuff. And if you get the stuff, that's the whole harvest. If you get the mentality, that's the beginning of the harvest. So tonight, Here's what the Lord said to do it, and we're done. For whoever prayed before church and did this, God bless you. I had a beautiful message, and I'm running out of time. I can't. Be, I ain't got no more time in this series. And I'm talking about in the series. I'm out of time. Got one more message left. 11:15. That's true. Now, them 15, they be coming in charge, though. Right? Watch. Say double portion. I pray that you pull out of me. And li listen to me very clearly. I'm not at all saying you, you don't worship no man. I ain't saying no man in front of God. What I am saying is read your Bible. He said, I need a double portion. Of your spirit, Elijah. Because I was thinking June was going to be a rough month. Then on prayer, you said. And my faith ain't in man. My faith is in the God of all men. Somebody say, God's going to do it. Say, God's going to do it. I pray that your hunger for the word would increase. Your hunger to study the word would increase. Your hunger to study the messages would increase. Your hunger to go after God would increase. Your hunger to pray would increase. Why? Because what you're doing is you're pursuing that double portion. Say, Lord, give me a hunger for your word. Say, give me a hunger to study. Say, give me a hunger to pray. 
Give me a hunger to worship. Give me a hunger to pursue like I've never pursued before. In Jesus' name. Say, I'm crossing over. Say, I'm crossing over. Say, my house is now. In Jesus' name. So, so let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. For everybody. I need everybody standing. Some of y'all been standing the whole time. That's good. That's good for you. I was at my chiropractic performance today. And um, not because I've been in an accident or anything like that, just because preventative. And uh, I told him the other day when I was sleeping, this whole side of my body, my wrist, it just started hurting. I said, I don't know what it is. And so today, he got this little tool he used. I said, so we got to do something about it. So he took his tool and like, I was like, it, it, you know, I don't know what it's doing, but it sounds like it's doing something good. He took it up high. He what does that have to do with what you're talking about? Nothing. Um, so, <laughs> watch me. Watch me. For everybody who, under the sound of my voice, has been in a Jordan River situation in some area of your life, wave at me. Cool. That was, that was at 7 o'clock. You with me? Are we with him? Say we with him. In the name of Jesus, lift your hands under apostolic authority to every hand that just raised here and digitally that said they were at a Jordan River type situation. Father, just like Elijah did, we do in the realm of the spirit. Father, we strike that situation with praise. We strike that situation with worship. We strike that situation with our decree. Our decree is that you're going to do something for us that we didn't even think to pray for. We didn't even think to ask you for. We didn't even think to fast for. You're going to do something creative. You're going to do a creative miracle. You're going to do something we weren't even expecting. You're going to make somebody that don't even like us bless us. You're going to shit about. You're going to do something creative. Somebody say, my house is now. So in Jesus' name, Father, we strike through their joint situation right now. We strike through their joint situation right now. And in Jesus' name, we seal it with our praise. Release it right there, Wednesday. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Say, Lord, I love you. Say it again. Say, Lord, I love you. Tell him, say, Lord, I need you. Say, I gotta have you. Say, right now. Right now. God Almighty. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If you're in here, you're not a Christian. Tonight's your night. What's the title of the message, Bishop? Uh, crossing over. <laughs> you got to go look at this on the replay. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If you're not a Christian tonight, tonight you become a Christian. Second, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful. Tonight is your night to rededicate yourself to him. Thirdly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been sure. You're not been, or you're not sure, rather. You're like, Bishop, I don't know where things with God and I stand. Can I tell you he loves you? Love. Say he's a good father. I was driving uh, the other day and I just started smiling. I just started smiling because something I, I saw something and when I saw it, I got real happy about it. And, I, and I, this is what I said. I said, thanks, Dad. And I, and I looked up to the Lord and smiled. I got happy because I was reminded of the fact that he got me. He's a good father. Say he's got me. Say he's a good father. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm always telling you to smile. And that's normally because something just happened that made me smile. Or something happened that made me not want to smile, and I decided to smile anyhow. 
you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or you want to be sure on the count of three, I want you to throw your hands up. I want to pray for you real quickly, and then I'm going to end the experience a little different tonight. I'm going to end the experience a little different. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure if you're here watching online, throw your hand up. One, two, three, if that's you, throw that hand up. Wherever you are, wherever you are. Bless you. Bless you. Come on, let's thank God for people coming to Jesus, y'all. Everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief, because of this confession. This is my first time praying this. I'm now a Christian. I was far from you. I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. You are a good, good father. That's who you are. You got me. I'm crossing over. I'm with him and we with you. This is where I've been sent. This is where I've been set. We're crossing over something creative manifesting for me. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer. Take out your phone. Text the word decision to 59769. It's right there on the screen. We're going to send you a text to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just hobby. Did y'all get something out of this word today? Listen, uh, if, you did, if you didn't, if you didn't, so. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.